Cape Talk, Hiking with Tim Lundy. And Tim, thank you very much again for joining us this week. And with you, you have Wahida Parker of the Cable Way Company. Thank you very much, you guys, for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be back. I think it's a, it's a great idea to 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 bring uh, Wahida with in in studio because uh, we want to hear, learn more about the cable car. But I first want you go want you to go through your your rescue recap, re- rescue and safety recap before we get into our interview and our conversation with Wahida. How's it been looking on our mountains? It's been a bit cold. The beginning of this week, uh, rainy today. Has that impacted on any on the rescues or safety aspects? Um, not so far. The uh, on the weekend was it the weekend Monday. I'm trying to remember what day of the week it is. <laughs> well, it's our Friday. That's as far as, as much as I know. Um, there was one rescue and um, successful quick um, rescue. And, yeah, not, not much else, which is great news on the rescue mm. side. It's, it's been relatively quiet. I think um, tourists are starting to head back and <laughs> we're not having this sort of crazy. And I think winter is sort of knocking on the front door at the moment. No, and that's I'm, I'm a winter baby. I absolutely I'm done with the summer and we can pack it away and, <laughs> and see it again at the 2019-2020 uh, season. But Wahida, how have you guys been seeing numbers? Are numbers slowly tapering off uh, as we eat the, uh, the tail end of summer? Or is this what we call the secret season where it gets a bit cooler but uh, that winter wind dies down a little bit here in the Cape. I think the wind's been playing havoc with us. Um, It's being as unpredictable as Cape Town can possibly be. And so in February, we actually saw more closed days on account of weather um, as opposed to previous years. So suddenly the winds come in from nowhere Mm -hmm. during February. And um, for that reason, we've been closed more. But I think... um, we are seeing a trickle back of foreign tourists. Mm-hmm. Our local tourists have obviously was going back to school and everybody going back to work. So that's taken a slowdown. Valentine's Day has made a <laughs> pop. So Sunset Special obviously works for the locals. Uh-huh. And I can't think of a more romantic place no, definitely. To, to be. Um, many people ask me about uh, walking up uh, Table Mountain, but then I always say, but that's why we have human, what human ingenuity <laughs> is for. That's why we built the cable car, so that we don't have to actually use <laughs> use our own legs to get up. But, of course, Tim is looking through me through his side eye. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you, you speak about this, the sunset specials and things like that. Those are really, really nice, innovative ways to get Cape Townians in particularly to come and, and enjoy and enjoy this this marvelous natural resource and particularly I know your is it your birthday special is that still running birthday special runs in October and it's normally very powerful uh-huh. yeah, I mean it's so, so it was only if your birthday is in October no no our birthday. Oh, your birthday. <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about your your birthday special. So, yeah, if yeah. You, so if when you celebrate your birthday, um, you get a free ticket uh, to come up the mountain, and we've changed that slightly. So now it's valid for seven days, so you don't need to rush uh, up there on your birthday. You can come in any day of those seven mm-hmm. days. We know most people like to come over a weekend. Mm. 
Now, now, Tim, when, when you're having people uh, coming to town and they obviously wanting to hike, is Table Mountain is is obviously right up there, especially with the with the foreign tourists because Absolutely. they get to to Cape Town usually stay, staying somewhere in the CBD up Long Street, and the first thing that they see when they get here is Table Mountain, and they obviously have this urge. You know, as any yeah. human being is, if you see a mountain, you must climb it. No, absolutely. And um, we've got to remember that uh, mountain is now one of the seven natural wonders of the world. So it's even now more attractive than it's ever been. Um, and the cableway, since I think it was 1995, um, upgraded. And you've now got the new cars. I say new cars. It's been, what, 20 years? So in Shema 8. And, yeah, I think there's just so many more people. I think when you guys started doing the stats instead of announcing on Facebook, you've got X amount of million people who've Mm. now started to come. I've noticed that gap is getting smaller and smaller before you reach the next million. Indeed it has. In fact, we welcomed our 28th million visitor in January Mm. of this year. That's since inception. Can you say that again, please? You are how many? 28th. Million. 28 million visitors on, on, on in January. In January, yeah. wow. In January. Since it, since it opened since in 19? Since 19, it's 89 years now. Wow. Sure. We just got a, uh, a WhatsApp now to 0725671567. Hi, Alesta and crew. I was on Table Mountain on Tuesday. Birthday vibes was fantastic. Thanks to the Table Mountain crew. And that's a message from uh, Anson Engelbrecht. Uh, um, Cape Townians see it every day. It's it's in our sights every day, but there's still this this feeling of wonder around Table Mountain, uh, and, and isn't it, uh, Wahida? And and the cable car just obviously makes it a whole lot more more accessible. The mountain itself, um, as uh, Tim mentioned, is one of the new seven wonders of nature. All we try and do is to take people to that mm. beautiful place where it's serene, it's calm. You know, when you're on top of that mountain, you do not hear a sound or a Mm. pin drop. And the beauty of that is what we'd like people to experience, especially at different times of the day. Mm. I I think, and Tim will attest Mm. to this, going up in the morning offers a unique experience. Mm. Going up in the afternoon offers a different experience. And sunset, you know, watching the city light up Mm. as you come down that car. That is just something that beats everything oh, no, else hands magical. down. It's our weekly uh, hiking feature with Tim Lundy, and also in studio with us is Wahida Parker. She's of the Table Mountain Cable Car Company. You speak about these special times, these different times of day, but when people visit Cape Town, family and friends or tourists, and I always tell them, uh, look, my little trick is don't go the first, don't be go first thing in the morning. Wait a little bit, maybe till after lunchtime, yeah. because after that time many people have already come down and they're starting the day what are some of the tricks for for locals tim on on best taking advantage of the city obviously taking account weather um taking account uh, volumes of people and also if they're going to be walking up taking account safety yeah look i mean one of the things i always say to people um when they ask me what is the easiest way up tab mountain i tell them it's gable car <laughs> all the others are very very difficult <laughs> um and I've actually been up twice this week, or on since Sunday I went up India Fenster, 
um, which was my first time up in Defensta in 38 years of hiking. It was the first time I've ever done the route. Wow. Um, I've done portions of it. I've never done the full thing from start to finish. And so that was amazing. And I think the, the one part that was really great f- um, of that was uh, the nice big beer at the end <laughs> in the restaurant at the top. <laughs> Wait, I, I really want to talk about the logistics because it, it seems as if it's a, a massive logistic operation. From what I understand, and collect, correct me if, if I'm wrong, nothing is really kept up at, the, at on top and everything is transported day by day up from the bottom cableway station all the way to the top. Everything from food and water and, and everybody, including staff. So... Is that really the case that happens up there? Yes, it is. And wow. then and then the reverse happens when we shut down. Mm-hmm. We've got to bring everything down. Mm. So all the litter, everything needs to come down. Mm. Yeah. Once we've closed up, we've restocked the shops and ensured the safety of our staff. We've got to clean up the mountain and bring everything down. Now, now what happens? I, I don't want to jinx anything and... And touch, touch wood, yes. <laughs> what happens if uh, you about closing up in the night? The sun is, is about to go down, and all of a sudden that wind picks up. So what there, happens then to the people still on top? So there are ways in which we can stabilize the car, mm. and that's by putting huge water tanks to the bottom of the ah. car, which helps to stabilize the car. But what it does do is we can then only load less people mm. into the car, so bringing people down is slower. We always act in the interest of safety first. So if the wind is treacherous, we will bide our time. We will ensure that people are safe and, where possible, kept warm, and then we will bring them down. Mm. But it has really happened that, you know, we have had people stranded on top. Because we've got a wind meter on the top, we monitor the wind, we see it coming, Mm. and we start... Um, making well, the first thing we do mm. is we stop taking people up ah. because yeah. you're going to take them up, and then you've got so many more people to bring Definitely. down. So over the years, and with the experience of people that have been with the company for many, many years, they have certainly learned what those mm. tricks are around. You know, when the mist comes in yeah. from a certain angle, mm. you can expect the wind to follow it. So. We're very conscious of that. We use scientific measures, but we also use the experience of people that have been working for us for a long time. We're talking to uh, Tim Lundy with our weekly uh, hiking feature. With us also is Wahida Parker. She's of the uh, Table Mountain uh, Cable Car Company. When else were you up on the mountain? I think it's probably been a good two or three years. Um, give us a call, 021-446-0567, or send us a WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. When do you think it's the best time to go to the cable car? Is it about seeing the sun come up over the Cape Flats and the Cape Peninsula, or do you love a good sundowner from that side? Give us a call on 021-446-0567. I think what many people forget, Tim, is that, Table Mountain is more than 1,000 meters yeah. up in the air. So I've seen people who go up with a shorts and T-shirt. They're not hiking. You know, they're using mechanical transport when they go up there. Yeah. But when they get up there, they freeze to death. Well, <laughs> well not literally, yeah. but, they, but they get quite cold yeah. when they get up there. And, and we must underestimate because we see this, this, this mountain every day. We think it's, you know, just as, as comfortable as it is down here. I, I think that's the problem... The downfall of Table Mountain is that 
being right, the city being right at its foot, um, everyone sort of looks at it and goes, oh, well, it, it's, it doesn't look that bad. It's, it's just there. But that is a thousand meters above the ocean, which is what is just behind you. So the the temperatures and the the climate up there is very different to what's happening mm. down at the bottom. I experienced that yesterday. We were up there. Um, I had some clients that I'd hiked up, and we got up to the top, and it was yeah, it was a lovely day. It was really hot, and mm. got down to the bottom, and it was a completely different. It was about five degrees cooler, oh. and and very different. A little bit of a breeze. So people just don't. They, they kind of think what's happening down at the bottom will be what's happening at the top, and that's just not the case. And that is particularly a problem at, at night, and the wind does pick up, and uh, you really want to warn tourists, you want to warn people who go up there, come prepared, wear, come with a jacket, even if you're not going to wear it immediately, when you get up there, you're going to need it. Yeah, it's and the, the nice thing is the cable car do sell jackets, <laughs> <laughs> so if people I'm, need I'm them, they can I'm not going to promote myself in this instance, <laughs> but what I am going to say is that concept of layer is critically important mm. as much as it can get cold quickly it can also get very hot up there yeah and remember there is limited shading there's limited space in the restaurants and if you're going to be walking the plateau then it's safe for you to make sure that you've got proper walking shoes ample water mm. and a jacket that you can take off if need be Mm. You raise something very interesting. It raises an interesting point in my mind. Do you know, Tim, if the entire sort of um, top plateau of Table Mountain has been walked, has been hiked, everything has been mapped out? Are there certain areas that uh, that may be a bit inaccessible that uh, no hikers have uh, mm. have ever been? No, I think they've. <laughs> it's been covered it's been covered corner. every corner, and those ones that haven't been covered have been people who've got lost, and they've covered those corners. <laughs> uh, Tim, you, you you told me a, a very very interesting story once about your your dad, Mike Lundy, and yes. I think lots of us have. My dad has uh, peninsula walks at yes. home, and I, you know, after I started talking to you, I remembered we have <laughs> Mike Lundy's book at home. You told me a fascinating story once of your dad meeting or believe. That he had met Jan Smuts <laughs> walking in the mist on Table Mountain. Just tell <laughs> yeah. us that story. <laughs> so he he um, went up Smuts track and broke one of his own cardinal rules, which is don't walk on your own. And he went into very very heavy weather, very thick mist. Um, and he admitted afterwards that it was a very silly thing to do, but he wanted to go for a hike, and no one was going to join him, so he went for his hike. And I think Smuts used to do a lot. Hence the name Smuts Track, um, and he used to do it on his own quite a lot. And so my father was sitting in the mist, having a bit of a break, and the next thing out of nowhere, this figure just appears out of the mist, and this guy with a white beard comes up and says, "Hi, how are you doing? And good to see you. Lovely day we're having." And and then just disappeared again. <laughs> back into the mist. Yeah, back, back into, into the, the mist. mist. He just disappeared. Whether it, it may be a yarn or not, I think it's still a fascinating story. It's a nice story. little story. Yeah. And he, he swore blind that it was months. <laughs> uh, why do we have a, um, a message in here on the WhatsApp line? Someone saying, just one small problem. And they're very shy. That's the face where oh, they're covering shame. the eyes. <laughs> just one small problem. Uh, to look through the binoculars costs five rand. It's just one or two minutes. Can they make it a little bit longer, please? We'd very much appreciate that. And th and say thanks very much to Wahida Parker. 
We shall look into it. <laughs> it is a captive market of <laughs> You mean you look into it a little longer? A little longer. <laughs> we are talking to Tim Lundy with our weekly hiking features. With him in studio is Waida Parker. She is of the Table Mountain Cable Car Company. What are your thoughts on, you know, uh, Cape Town's probably most well-known uh, figure? It's it's basically the image uh, of Cape Town, and it sits here smack right bang in the middle of our city. And uh, we'd like your thoughts on it. When last have you been up on the cable car up to the top of Table Mountain? Oh two one four four six oh five six seven, and that WhatsApp line, oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. Now we're here at Table Mountain. Recently, it was a couple of years ago became one of the uh, world's seven natural wonders just uh, what happened to to attendance numbers after that was announced was the uh, a direct uh, spike in in people wanting to celebrate that so i think the important thing to realize is table mountain being named one of the seven wonders of nature is an accolade to all of south africa mm. not just to cape town mm. It's iconic. Mm. It's like the Taj Mahal is to India, yeah. that mountain is to South Africa. And I, I think it's under-celebrated by us. Mm. But it's certainly celebrated by our overseas visitors. Mm. So immediately it went onto people's bucket lists and it became a sought-after place to go to, along with the wonderful success we, that we had mm. with the World Cup when you see how those two events came together to drive tourism mm. to Cape Town, to South Africa, and to the mountain, I think there's been a definite increase mm. in the number of people coming to visit us. Well, being a tour guide now, I'm really enjoying it myself. <laughs> 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 we must take advantage. We're talking to Tim Lundy and Wahida Parker, who is of the uh, Cable Mountain Company. We're going to be back after the break. We are, you are with tonight with Lester with our weekly hiking feature with Tim Lundy. When we come back, we are still taking your calls and your WhatsApps, 021-446-0567. And of course, that WhatsApp. WhatsApp number 0725671. Back to tonight with Lester. It is our weekly hiking feature with Tim Lundy and our special guest, Wahida Parker of the Cable Car Company. Now, Wahida, is the cable car open every single day, 365 days a year? When do you have time for maintenance and, uh, and all the things that need to be done to make sure that there is no stoppages if you need to, you know? So, yes, we are open 365 days a week. Unfortunately, there's a lady called Gail that comes to visit us quite regularly, and when she does, we close. Surname <laughs> <laughs> <Good> force. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But we do close annually for maintenance. So that is between July after the school holidays and into the first week of August, where we do our annual maintenance and that is to keep us in line with the Swiss standard of safety and their regulations mm. in terms of maintaining the car and ensuring people's safety. Mm. This coming year, we'll be closed for six weeks mm -hmm. because we're also changing the ropes, the heel and the whole rope, and that means it's going to be quite a massive task. Is that quite an operation? The, is this the actual cable that, that takes the car up to, to the top and brings it down again? Absolutely. I always wondered, is it two separate um, uh, 
cables, cables or is it one that sort of it's, in a circular it's loop? It's one cable and it's in a loop. You're absolutely and right. I've always wanted to know what is the distance of the cable? Because <laughs> that's quite a long cable when mm. you consider if it's going to go all the way to the top and then it's going to come all the way and down. And then it's got to come all the way back down. Yeah. To be honest, I don't know the mm. length of the cable. But I'm sure I can find out. And yeah. when you come back on the show next week, you can share that with the yeah. listeners. Wait, there's some questions coming in on the WhatsApp line. Now, what happens when someone is up there, had a bit of a walk, and they realize, oh, shucks, I've missed the last cable down. There's no one here. What, what would you do in that situation? Uh, there's, okay. there's, there's an operational uh, answer to that, and then Tim obviously has the survivalist <laughs> answer to that. So we'll go with you first, Waida. Absolutely. So we often find a situation where people have hiked up in the morning, for example, and only to discover that we're not opening today because mm. of the oh, wind. Wow. We then make a special dispensation to bring them down, obviously taking safety into account. Would they have to pay for that? The normal price of a ticket. <laughs> they don't have to pay for sixty-five people. <laughs> um, but also, when the wind starts coming up, mm. there's a siren on top of the mountain mm. that goes off, and for good reason. It is for the hikers that are still on the mountain mm. and those that are absorbed in taking photographs or exploring the beautiful flowers. It's to call them to attention and to warn them that we are now taking people down. If, however, you do get stuck against the wall of the main building where the cable cars dock mm -hmm. is a telephone, you don't need to put any money into it. Yes. You pick it up and it will take you straight through to South African police or it will take you to South African National Parks. Mm. They will then alert him here mm. and all the other people to say look we've got somebody stranded up there and they will ask us if it's possible for us mm. to set the cars in motion to assist to bring people down. Yeah. Now over to you Tim so what does someone do when they have realized the last cable car is down things are quite dark temperatures is cooling down just what 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 is the things that you're kicking there? Yeah so it does happen from time to time where people have gone up and um, they get stuck and it's say nine o'clock at night even ten o'clock at night sometimes they get in and they've they've now get to the phone and their phone um, often what m the decision that gets made if the cable car can't bring them down because the conditions are just not right um, where it's unsafe for to take us up or to bring them down. Um, we then make a judgment call as to whether it is safe to actually now spend, send a whole bunch of people up mm. Plateau Club um, or come in on the back table and hike in um, to get that person. So the interviewer will basically find out what is the, your condition. What, what, mm. ha have you got warm clothing? Have you got any injuries? Um, could you make it through the mm. night? up there um, and if they say yes look they're not uh, it's not too serious what will then happen is that we will then give them the code um, there is a special code to get a key which then unlocks the bathroom yeah. and then there are some prov very Provision. basic provisions in there and, and a blanket mm. Mm. and um, sometimes we tell them look catch a cable car down in the morning okay just you don't uh, want to risk other people's lives trying to get up there a very quick comment on the whatsapp line um please suggest to wider 
that when the cable car is very busy and they decide to turn guests away, that there is a sign at the bottom of Klofnik so that people don't waste an hour in traffic only to get uh, to the roundabout and then be turned away as uh, uh, we have bought tickets online already and keeping on an eye on the website uh, saying that the waiting time is an hour. And thank you, Elizabeth. I, I'm sure that's what you try to do as much as possible. I know that there are sometimes reports on news that you then pass out saying that either the the wind is, uh, is too bad, we're stopping the cable car, or there's uh, uh, quite a large number of people. So we do have stakeholder groups that we try and communicate with mm-hmm. regularly, the tour guides, tour operators, etc. And for that, we've got a little WhatsApp group. Um, which you can join, and we pass this information mm. on to you. There's also a LED screen during season. We have it up. Mm. It tells people what the waiting time is. And our Facebook page obviously reflects, and our web page reflects what the waiting times are. So you're absolutely right earlier when you said you are more inclined to go up in the afternoon mm. as opposed to morning, and it is also cheaper to go in the afternoon. So there's two reasons why you should opt for the afternoon is because it does tend to slow down and it is obviously more cost effective. Now we're running up to Eyewitness News as always. Tell me, leave you with the last word and how can people get hold of you if they want to go for a specialized or a hike with you sometime? Yeah, so if they want to get on hold of me on email, it's tim at capetownhiking.co.za. Um, they can get hold of me on Twitter, which is at Hiking Cape Town. Or they can get hold of me on Facebook, which is Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. And that's it. The, our, our weekly hiking feature with Tim Lundy and special guest, Maida Parker of the Cable Car Company. It's now 10 o'clock and time for Eyewitness News.